This. I'm not on drugs. I'm not drunk. It's Early Break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I want to read to you a text I just received on the text line before we get to a call from Jim. Does it have anything to do with Alabama No, it does not. But I think you'll appreciate this text, okay. though. Okay. This is from Greg in Indianapolis. Not our, not our friend Greg in Myrtle Beach, but Greg in Indy. Ready for this? Yeah. Sip? Yeah. He says, I was at the Big Ten Championship game in Indy this past weekend, and the resounding feedback I heard from Iowa fans was that they are ready for a new coach. Do you think this was Kirk's last year? P.S. Iowa fans suck. (laughs) Iowa fans don't want Kirk anymore. The guy who made the Big Ten championship this year. (laughs) I think Kirk announced he's coming back. So, it's just that's the way it goes. I mean, they got hammered in that game, and and there's there's raw emotion, right? There's raw emotion right after it. Um, I think this sounds time, like Nebraska with Bo. I mean, you can't win the big game, so we got to fire him, right? Right. I mean, I, I think raw emotion eventually that settles into you know what we won ten games, um, <laughs> we won the West Division. There's a lot of teams that would love to be where we're at. Uh, yeah. Um, so I, I, I mean, of course you understand. Of course I understand it because we've seen it. Uh, yeah, it sounds like Nebraska with Bo Pelini. Yeah. Let's get a call from Jim on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline 464-5685. Jim, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, it's Jim. It's going well, Thanks Jim. for calling. Thank you for calling. Good. All right. I appreciate it. Um, always so positive, Sip. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I, I got a couple questions. First off, does it bother you when all these callers come in? And I, I know they're paying coaches and everybody $15 million. We do understand college football universities made millions upon millions for years and are still making it. These are a drop in the bucket. They're paying these coaches is not putting them in financial jeopardy. So I, I hope everybody remembers that. And then a, a quick just change of pace question, Sid, Jake. You know, uh, yes. Mr. Alberts had a discussion with Mr. Frost. You know, you got to do better next year. When does that discussion come from Mr. Hoiberg? <laughs> and my question for Mr. Hoiberg and Mr. Alberts is, and you guys, who's done the worst job, Scott Frost or Fred Hoiberg? Well, it's funny you it's ask. Clo- I think it's real close, guys. So, but um, that, that's just my two cents. First off, quit quit complaining about coaches making fifteen million, whatever. These universities have more than enough money. Okay, everybody Jim. needs to remember that. Okay. All right. All right, Jim. Thank, thank you. you, Jim. Okay, let's get into that. Fred and Scott. Fred, and, and when are we going to start questioning Fred's record? Well, well I'm going to tell you what Fred's record is, okay? Fred's record at Nebraska is 19 and 49. Yikes. Okay, he's 6 and 42 against Power 6 competition. Yikes. 6 and Oof. 42 against Power 6. Now, I mean,. It's Okay, so we're talking about Nebraska coming off a loss at Indiana where they scored 55 points. Nebraska is shooting from three-point territory now 27.1% from three-point range. That is 355th nationally. It's too common for Nebraska, too. It's right. too common. Right. They're, they're, they're one of the worst offensive rebound 
rebounding teams in the country. They miss shots at a high volume and don't rebound them. Sip, <laughs> that's a bad combination for my basketball Usually knowledge. Doesn't work very it doesn't well. really work, pan out right. well for you. So now, I'm not here to pile on Fred Hoiberg. I'm not. He's got a tough job over there right now. But the record is the record, and you got to start looking at it. Nineteen I mean, and forty-nine. Yeah, nineteen and forty-nine at Nebraska. That's five and thirty-five in a Big Ten. <sighs> I know. Now, I know that now people will come out of the woodwork with excuses. They will. But this team is. This is. I mean, this is a revamped roster. It's not a young roster. It's it's not. It's new roster, but it's not young. There's not really an excuse right now. There's not a good one. The the way the the roster's been put together, it's it's not a Big Ten basketball team. Well, I'm it, not convinced of that. Well, except they're not tough though. They're not a physical. The, the Big Ten is a physical conference. Uh, Nebraska is not a physical team. Well, you can't. Now, the one thing I'm not going to do is say that before the Big Ten season starts. They're one game in, and they lost. But you can tell the ways they play against Western Illinois and against South Dakota and teams like that. Yeah, they're, they're not physical. They're not a physical can basketball team. Can they become team. physical? Can they become more you, physical? Well, you're going to have to if you want to win more than three games in the conference. Right. Oh, I know. Like Saturday, Nebraska's up to a, a good start. They're up 14-4 to early on, and then ice cold. The rest, you know, they, they can't make anything. They can't stop... The three pointers from Indiana, they can't stop Trace Jackson Davis down low, and it's just the game was over. They had plenty of chances. They they had a, you know a couple seven zero runs to make it interesting, and then they gave up a seven zero run against them, and the game's over. Like Indiana's a they're they're an average team, right? Are they oh, a great they're a little team? Better, better. Uh, they're seven and one. Yeah, I mean, they're fine. Trace Jackson Davis, one of the they best. They just players. lost to Syracuse, who lost to Colgate the week before that. Okay, Syracuse is an average team. Okay, I misspoke too. Nebraska's three hundred and thirty third nationally. And three-point shooting. three point shooting. Three is that what I said? Anyway, they're shooting twenty seven point one percent. So um and and they are three hundred and twenty fifth nationally in offensive rebounds. So how how does it just change though? How how do you just become a great rebounding team or, or tougher physically? Well you have to work on it. I well, mean, you have with it better? Yeah, there's well, it's interesting. That's an interesting conversation. That that alone is an interesting conversation because I've talked to division one coaches who will tell you we don't work on rebounding. At this level, you just go get the ball. You, you know how to do it. I've talked to other coaches who say, oh, yeah, you know, you got to work on it. You got to work on boxing out. I hope Nebraska's doing that. I hope Nebraska's doing that. But I think the bigger problem is at this point in the season, nine games in, you would think, um, this, is this what Nebraska is? Just a bad shooting team? It, it's pretty, it's been that way the whole season. Basically. Nine games in, now they're 27.1%. Is that going to just turn around? No. Well, I don't know. It will. It will some well, night. How, how does They'll it get be, hot. They'll get you hot. You can just get on a, on a couple game heater where you just don't miss? Well, I don't know. You'll get on one, though. Um, you'll get on one. Nebraska will get hot in a game and beat somebody it shouldn't. Right, but that, that needs to be something that's not just like a uncommon thing. Yeah, yeah, right. That can't be something that's just like one time out of 15. But you know how it is in college basketball. About the time you count out a team like Nebraska, they'll rise up and beat Michigan tomorrow night. Right, that'd be a welcome surprise. Nebraska under Fred Hoiberg has had a, a you know an early season conference win. They beat uh, Purdue early on in the season uh, two right. two years They'll ago. They'll beat somebody. Hey Jake, they're good enough to beat somebody. I mean, they have a couple players that are excellent in Verge and McGowan's. Now Verge played well against Indiana, except he had six turnovers. He had good numbers besides that. McGowan's though, 
This is what you worry about with Bryce McGowan's that he fades in, in the Big Ten. He didn't do anything against Indiana. He faded out. He had a he good start, out. and he faded out. He faded out. Good start, faded yeah. out. It, yeah, I was watching second half. There, there's probably like 10 straight possessions for Nebraska, and Bryce is just doing nothing. Right. They missed four, Nebraska missed 14 straight shots at one point, uh, 14 straight three-pointers at one point against Indiana. And, yeah, Bryce was a non-factor in the second half. Now, again, we got to cut him slack. He's a freshman, Jake. I understand, yeah, I, I, I mean, understand. He's, a, he's, a, he's feeling his way along in a tough conference with tough coaches and tough players that will be determined to take him out. And can. And can, if he lets it. you got to be really tough-minded in this league. They need him. Again, he's a freshman, and it's a tough league. They need him to become an alpha. And I don't know if, you know, that's, especially oh, for him being an NBA it. player, you too. You nailed it. Like, Bryce is so talented, he just has to become the alpha soon. Because he is the best player on this team. I don't see alpha. But I, he needs to be. But don't, do you agree he needs, he needs to be one? 100%. If this team wants to be something special, or at least get back in the conversation of being a contender for the NCAA tournament. Do you understand he's never had to be the alpha? Well, His brother was the alpha. I know. And Trey's Trey out McGowan's until is the January, alpha. at least. Trey McGowan's is an alpha. In that family, Bryce didn't have to be an alpha. You understand? Right. But but Bryce still came in as, as the best player in this basketball team, at least he was supposed to be this yeah, year. Yeah, well, he's averaging 17 points a game here now, Jake. Seventeen point three. I think yeah, he is still the best player, but the best player has to be able to close out and also fight through adversity. It doesn't always happen. We'll see what happens against Michigan. It doesn't. I mean, every game Trace Jackson Davis doesn't show up and score twenty five. I understand that. Yeah, Trace Jackson Davis had fourteen against Nebraska. No, and I still I think the world of Bryce. This is not me trying to come come down him. I think I know you do. I think I like him as a player. I think he's going to be. He's he's been really good. He can be even better. But if Nebraska wants to. Win some of these games that they're you know losing to NC State, losing to Indiana. You need your best player to become an alpha and take over. And he disappeared in the second half. And again, a freshman. I understand it's his first road game in conference play. It's not. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. I understand. But but that's what needs to happen for Nebraska to get over the hump. Nebraska again tomorrow night against Michigan, six p.m. at PBA. We'll be at Barry's before that from three to six, doing a pregame show. Come on by, get some beers and. Uh, See you at the game. It is time for the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Today's topic is NFL players. What teams do these guys play for in the NFL? 464-5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Zippel! No, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Zippel. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Zippel. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the Nick down. Sip in trivia. How do you feel about NFL players by their teams? I should feel good. I should feel pretty good. Why is that? You don't watch a lot of NFL. Uh, but, you know, osmosis. Osmosis is why you should feel good yes, today. Osmosis should kick in. Interesting take. You were one in four last week, but you did avoid the, the Bagel Boy shirt, which is good for you. I don't like that one in four record. Either. Aaron, how do you feel about uh, NFL players? Uh, I feel good about it. All right, Aaron. All right, Aaron. Um, 
All right, let's go. Let's do this. We got to roll. First question goes to Aaron. What team does defensive end Matthew Judon play for? Uh, Matthew Judon. I believe he plays. It was a long time Raven. I think he's with the Patriots now. Patriots is correct, and he was a long-time Raven. That's a good assessment there. That's trouble. You get one point, though, for I that. I did not Thanks. know that. 1-0 lead for Aaron. This is for the tie. Sip your first question. What team does receiver DJ Moore play for? Former Maryland Terrapin receiver. Oh, thank you for the hint. How was that a hint? I'm just saying it's where he went to college. DJ Moore. Five seconds. He plays. He plays Panthers. Where'd you find that one at? I just. Somewhere in the cranium, he got it. (laughs) He tracked it. All right, uh, Aaron, for the 2 1 lead, your last question. What team does receiver Michael Pittman Jr. play for? I got it. I got it. Boy, turn your radio down, Michael. Keep it up. You can keep it up, Aaron. I got that, by the way. That's former Florida, right? Aaron, are you there? Something happened there. Um, Michael Pittman? Yeah. Michael Pittman plays for the Indianapolis Clays. Yes. Yes. You you, would have had that one? Why would you have had that one? Jake, I follow it a little bit. Okay, Sip, for the tie, your last question. What team does running back James Robinson play for? Who did he play for? College? In Southern Illinois, undrafted. Oh, thank you, Jaguars. Oh, how's that, how's that give you? How's that give the hint away? Uh, I'm sorry, Aaron. If I gave the hint away, give me more hints. Give me more hints. All right, then this one goes to you then, since I gave you a hint, and then and uh, Aaron. Oh, wait go, a second. It's a tiebreaker. Okay. Yeah, Jaguars was correct. Okay. This is to you, and Aaron will go over under your number. Okay. Uh, Sip, how many passing touchdowns does Aaron Rodgers have this year through 12 games? This is to Sip. 27. Okay. Over, under, 27. Aaron? 27? Yep. I was thinking like 22, 23, so I'm going to go under the 27. Twenty-three is the number, so you are in the right ballpark there, Aaron. You are correct. We'll get you bagels. Thanks for calling in and call in down the road. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, guys. Shut up, Sipper. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. Oh, I'm in trouble. That's one and five. Yeah, it's zero and one in the week, though. Yeah, that's Bagel Boy still in play. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like the pressure. I don't like one and five is what I don't like. So my my hints helped you out twice. Then why did why did the Maryland thing help out? Because. Big Ten receivers, I it kicks in a little bit more. Undrafted kicks in a little bit more. I watched the draft. That doesn't mean you know where James Robinson plays at. I watch the draft. I pay attention to it. I always watch the draft. Always. Because I have to. I'm paid to it watch. It doesn't guarantee you would know where he went to or where he was playing Well, if you're in paying NFL. attention to the draft, it, it, it does. No, it doesn't. It doesn't help James Robinson where he where he plays at now. Yes, it does. How? Because you pay attention he to didn't guys get that don't drafted. get drafted. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, draft day is an important day for me. 
Because I try. I would to... think you know the guys who get drafted. Yeah, but you're, you know, you're watch. If you're okay, full disclosure. If you're watching the whole thing, which you, which I do, yeah, you're paying attention to who's getting drafted, who's not getting okay. drafted. It's interesting. They're talking about a, a like a lot of guys. They post the names of guys who are undrafted. It's sort of interesting. Um, that's why. I mean, I've covered that. I have to cover the draft. The spillover with Happer and Schaefer is next on Early Break in the Ticket.